a summary starting from Oistal, and we talked about Baruch Shenkvayim Achusalolim Vod, and we emphasized that the word Vaed through the system of substituting letters is the same as Echad, one. How can you know that something is forever? So the story behind it is that when Yaakov Avinu asked his sons, essentially, to declare their allegiance, they said, just as you only think about the one, Echad, Hashem, we too only think about the one. And therefore, Yaakov was able to say that there would be an uninterruptible, eternal uh, carrying on of Torah. Forever. Why? Because although Yaakov is this higher level from top down, and his sons are this lower level from bottom up, since they declared their allegiance with him and their alliance with him and the similarity, he could be certain that it would be forever. Because if it's based on a particular desire, so that fluctuates. But they were declaring their total bittal. And bittal means it never fluctuates. They are always willing to put aside their agenda for Hashem. And we explained that there are two levels of bittel. There is the bittel of uh, my agenda, bittel hayesh, and then there's the true bittel, which is bittel amiti. We then went on to do somewhat of a summary that brought these two concepts together. We talked about the relationship of Shemesh, Umagain, and Havaya, and Elikim, that Elikim is the current filter that allows Havaya to express himself without overwhelming us. But Allah Hashem will not have to couch his expression of self because we will be more prepared. And this is achieved through us coming closer to Hashem, as we discussed earlier in the Mimer, that we elevate our level from halos man, that is our approaching towards the infinity of Hashem. And we can reach even to the level of toyu, which evokes an expression of infinity of Hashem that is brought down into this world. And along the way, there's the possibility for it to be corrupted. We then went on to revisit the, the process of how we go from matzah through svira to matan and shavuos. And we described that there are two kinds of matzah. There is the matzah that is made with water that is vulnerable to become a chametz. And then there is the matzah that is made with wine, oil, or honey, that is called the rich man's matzah, matzah ashira, that is not vulnerable to chametz. And we explain that the, the flour and water, water represents chesed. And chesed is vulnerable to being hijacked, as of Ram, who even suggested that Yishmol should succeed him. The level of chesed makes no distinction. And therefore, the matzah made from flour and water has to be protected. But Pneumia Satera, which is represented by the matzah ashira, the flour with wine, honey, and oil, or oil, represents a level where there is no opportunity for a misdirection of that godliness. And therefore, it does not require the protection. And so we begin with the matzah, which is eskafia, which is resistance. It is bittel. And then we work through the spheres, which is eshapcha, where we redirect the energy such as chesed, which might manifest itself as a love for material things. And we redirect it to become a love for godly things. And then we reach shavuos. And on Shavuos, we have the expression of Kesser. We have this expression from the Father, which is the undifferentiated. We have this characteristic that we even are required to eat chametz on Shavuos, because at that point, we have avoided any misdirection, because we have so transformed ourselves through the bittel of matzah and the ishapcha of the spheres.